If you send them generic messages that are not relevant to their previous purchase, you are going to end up getting blocked by your customer. Hey guys, what's up? My name is Ashish and I'm your host for the D2C Drive podcast where I talk to founders, investors, marketers, CROs and agencies who have been scaling D2C brands from the last decade, learn from their experiences, learn what kind of strategies and frameworks that they've been using to scale some D2C brands and also dwell into what are the things which we need to look at in the coming decade because the D2C landscape is growing like hellfire all across the globe. Hello and welcome to the third episode of the D2C Drive podcast. I'm your host Ashish Ramamurthy, head evangelist at Motor. I'm so excited to have today Divya Shah, who's a brand strategist, been working with D2C SaaS and tech brands from past 2 years, and I can't wait to talk to her about her experience with D2C brands. Divya, welcome for this D2C Drive podcast. How are you doing today? Thank you Ashish for having me firstly I'm doing great and I'm excited to have this conversation with you and be busting all the myths and having the fun take on different things that we're about to talk. So let's start it with why did you thought of let's say working with D2C brands? If you want an honest answer right there of why I started in the D2C space firstly one of my clients the first D2C client who reached who approached me for branding that's when i actually hopped into d2c but before that it was all tech because i am more inclined towards tech when i worked on their project i realized a lot of things i mean when i was researching about their competitors the whole truth go they see etc that's when i realized okay there's a lot of things that can be done in the d2c space right from nailing that brand message to the post post purchase communication that you need to have with your consumers right and myself i mean every one of us keeps on consuming one or the other products so it's like okay this is something i want to dive deeper into and that's when my journey with d2c brands started lovely so divya why is post purchase customer engagement important for d2c brands okay as i answer that question of why post purchase communication is important for d2c brands but before that let's dive deeper into the conversion rates that you have you know consumer conversion rate so that is approximately 1% to 3% for the d2c brands okay so and it's always said that retaining a customer is 10x better than acquiring a new one and the chances of a first time customer getting converted into a retainer customer is by 70 to 80% according to one of the marketer who is a us based marketer he said this that the chances of converting is 70 to 80% provided you have a strong post purchase communication with your customers oh yeah for sure and i think from the last 2 years since the pandemic everybody has gone online consumer behaviors are changing and every one of us is different the way you shop is different from the way i shop the kind of product that i need is different from yours and lifestyle right what i wear what i like to eat or where i go right what do i do for a living it all defines that experience for what customers really need for d2c brands and i think personalization becomes that important factor that yeah. d2c brands really have to focus on 
if they really need to connect to each consumer. So how should one go about driving this personalization engine? Sure. So before I dive into the how, let me give you one very small stat. So I came across this study by Accenture, which pretty much read that customers are willing to share their personal data provided you offer them personalized offers and solutions. So, and 73% of the customers prefers that brands give them customized solutions post their purchase. So some of the ways how you could fuel the post-purchase communication with the customers is firstly making sure that you are in touch with them across all the touch points. Nowadays, WhatsApp marketing has been a very big thing. Before that, we had the email marketing. We've got the social media marketing, retargeting of ads, et cetera, et cetera. But once the purchase is made, you want to probably ensure that you're in touch with them through two modes at least. And that could be WhatsApp and email. That's what I personally suggest to my clients as well, because both of that, you know, is like you're in direct touch with no middlemen when you're communicating with your customers post the purchase. Secondly, once the purchase is made, the retargeting of ads that you do for your customers shouldn't be on the same products. I'll give you a very recent example. I bought something from a small scale business. It was a scented candle. The next thing I wanted was a big twicker because when the wick starts melting, it's very difficult to light the candle or to trim the wick. But I was still getting from the same business, I was still being shown the same fragranced candle card. There was no change. And I was like, okay, this ad is not relevant to me. Now, one more thing that I want to share here is that, you know, most of the T2C companies, they get the shipments done with a third party. Now, in which case, you kind of don't have complete access to the customer data if you do it's a very scattered data. So A, have a very clean data about your customers. And then the selfies, your other WhatsApp number and the email ID that they have shared with you. Okay. So when you have this data, you can directly communicate with them, as I mentioned earlier. What kind of personalized messages one should send to their customers? What works and what doesn't work? Okay. So about the personalized messages, firstly, once the purchase is done, you send them the typical thank you message, but don't make it more than once. It's done and dusted. But along with the thank you message, you can perhaps send them, okay, say you bought this particular dress. So these are some of the most bought accessories with it or most bought footwear or necklace, whatever it is, right? So that is how you're upselling further products to your customers. That's one thing. Something that you should never do is if customer opts out of communication, you still send them messages. Don't do that. A lot of time it has happened with me that when I'm opting out of a conversation with a D2C brand on WhatsApp, I still keep on getting their messages. There's this company called PocoCard. I never purchased from them, but they still have my number and they keep on sending me promotional messages. So secondly, do not buy data sets. Send it to the customers who have bought from you or who have shared their data with you. So if because one random day if a customer just sees a prospective customer sees something on their WhatsApp, it's going to be really annoying because I've never bought something from you. Why would I want to hear from you in the first place? Right. So WhatsApp marketing on that angle of buying data sets and doing something. No, it's like a big no. Coming back to the personalized messages. The second do what I would suggest is 
to make sure that you are sending them perhaps a little educative content at times but which is again linked with your products so you could perhaps be stating some stats of the industry or something or say that you know this is one of our best moving products and we feel that you should check them out before it runs out of stock okay but just again make sure don't hear is that don't make it a broadcast message because if you are into say offering a lot of things so you just might want to make sure that you have segmented your customers then the personalization just ends right there because if i am into eating organic healthy food i don't want to know about your best moving junk food least interesting something that's very simple i would say the third personalization tip that i have for you is address your customers by the name a lot of time they don't i think majority of the time they just send you a kind of a broadcast message no don't do that you are talking to your customer one on one and make the communication process super easier and make sure that you're talking as if you're talking to your friend so you address them with name you ask them how are you doing don't just so when you're just cross selling or upselling doesn't mean that relevant suggestions page the and it's done no that's not how it should work call them by their name and that's when they will feel okay yeah, this is meant for me we all love our names so let's make the best of that aspect of human psychology yeah these are my do's and don'ts very interesting points how do you drive storytelling in your post purchase emails to your consumers and how impactful can you drive that campaign with your customers Okay so how you can build that storytelling aspect it comes down to the level 0 of everything that is having a very strong brand strategy in place so i think 99% of the businesses here think that brand strategy is an expense no it's a must investment for your business for the reason being that if you don't make this investment your foundation is going to be really weak so not only your post purchase communication but any communication that you have in the entire customer cycle is going to be all haywire scattered inconsistent so have a brand strategy in place that actually has defined your brand positioning your actual brand story okay your brand mission vision your brand values how you are going to talk to your customers etc etc once you have this components in place that's when you move on to okay so the way i'm supposed to talk to my customers is by addressing their pain points very directly up front i am going to be quirky with them whatever it is so mail chimp has been known for their quirky tone of voice always you would enjoy reading all the stories that comes from a brand only when they are addressing your pain points and talking to you in a certain manner okay so now i'll give you a very simple example of the whole truth food i recently stumbled upon one of the instagram posts and since thought over design has been taking care of their entire designing aspect of the whole truth so they came up with this very quirky post that the whole truth is going on a social break and with that they also launched a new product okay and say with kitkat you know like break banta hai and the very first thing that comes in our mind is kitkat right so you are kind of the way what your the problem that your product is solving when you want to eat something you precisely taking a break from doing something else to consume that and that's when like break to banta hai or for that matter the five star thing you know it's like i can't exactly recall the tagline but it's like that guy is just standing and eating the five star and doing nothing 
and world world is just moving like sometimes you just won't have to do anything and just enjoy live in the present right all of those are storytelling aspects and the reason we remember them this fondly is because they've been consistent with their product stories you need to make sure that the crux of the message remains the same and that's where your brand messaging comes into the picture so if you don't have your brand message clear your stories will go in 10 different direction for 10 different products yeah i think definitely having a good tone of voice consistent messaging across your website emails social media and also some quirky campaigns like this can really stand out interacting with the customers post purchase coming to an important question i have designed my website and i've basically put my brand story there right put up my missions i put up my why am i doing this everything is sorted on my website lot of people forget that this is what is important post purchase right that customers has to be reminded of how you are driving your brand towards that mission what is going on in that front community becomes a important play in that as well and eventually you have to make sure that they stick with you because you have a mission in play and they are also eventual drivers of the same right so divya from your experience and what you have seen out there how can companies go about doing this especially once i have bought their first product right what are the different let's say strategies or things in play that they have to put as frameworks or processes to make sure that this is consistently shown out there and how should they go about doing it if you can maybe draw an example that would be great as well if i'm understanding this correctly we are precisely trying to you know what sort of strategies that a d2c brand can adapt to for building a strong customer loyalty yeah to their mission right yeah one is to yeah. their product but loyal to the mission as well yeah loyal to the brand as a whole so for this i'll yes. take a very simple example of mama earth okay if you have seen their tvcs no matter what they are showing but at the end there is this thing they say that for every product or something that you buy they plant a tree so now they are kind of trying to offset their carbon footprint which is being produced due to their plastic packaging etc etc okay now they are trying to make sure that this is being communicated across touch points so now i as a customer who is say into sustainability and cares about the future i am going to buy from mama or someone else because i know that i'm contributing towards a better future that's one example so you need to communicate your mission by thinking it in with every story that you are sharing or putting forward in front of your customers one more example that i can take for you here is that the whole truth so they have a very simple thing right they are not going to hide any ingredients and they want people to stay healthy right that's what their why is the whole truth and the way they are communicating this is through their packaging through their social media posts etc where they're revealing literally everything and they're abiding to their mission of revealing everything there is nothing hidden so they're breaking that industry stereotype of writing everything in those nano unreadable handwriting right so they're sticking to that aspect across different touch points so how you can do it as a brand will totally depend on a what product are you selling even as a t2c brand okay and secondly 
try and incorporate it through your social media posts maybe once in a while you have one or the other campaigns running or you could be doing it through the whatsapp marketing channels that's the second thing and the third thing is through emails perhaps maybe you did something good towards your mission so share it with your customers they would love to know that and create that buzz so yeah, these are some of the ways how you could perhaps work upon customer loyalty but one thing that remains for sure is that post your purchase you want to make sure you are sending them personalized messages and not generic messages if you send them generic messages that are not relevant to their previous purchase you are going to end up getting blocked by your customers so interestingly you put out a good point that okay if let's say i bought today a shampoo which really helped glow my hair and maintain my hair pretty well would you suggest maybe the brand sends me another customer's journey in the same lines but maybe that customer is somewhere 2 to 3 cycles down the lane while i am starting out in the first cycle do you suggest people to do that yeah you can actually do that like sharing customer testimonials precisely of people who have already used the product now here an interesting twist that you could make is that okay this person bought the shampoo first and eventually after seeing the benefit they thought of buying the conditioner they thought of buying this and this hair serum so a you're building your credibility and b you're upselling your product Okay so of course brands can do that that's one of the best techniques out there that is sharing the customer testimonials with your fellow customers who are on the similar journey but again don't share a customer who has bought shampoo uska testimonial with someone who has bought a hair serum no they both are on very different customer journeys so that's a very important thing that you as brands understand have you had a personal experience on this front okay So if I have to talk about bad experience, I'll pick up this brand that I used to use, but now I'm like, okay, no, I'm never going to use that. That is Vedic. They are into Ayurvedic customization products. Okay, I bought their subscription, and this actually just listen to this example because I'll tell you how when you make your customer journey complicated, there's a higher turnout rate. I bought their subscription, and when I bought their subscription, they told me that every month by default they will send me one box. skin care product but a i never got that they used to send me some whatsapp reminder that you have to confirm it through this link the moment i click on this link it is asking me to resubscribe but my previous subscription is still pending and i haven't completely availed that so mm. that's a very bad example of personalization or reminders for that matter okay and uh, then one of their customer care representative called me up to ask me about my experience but what they did not know was it was just one week into when i bought the product and they on their site have recommended when i read it that 30 days to minimum lagega and you have to use it every day okay so do you see the difference that's happening in the communication in the way the brands are talking to the customers and executing their communication how should they go about fixing this well a very simple thing is just add one more web page they need to give me a simple confirm my order option and that's all they need to do right instead of taking me to that entire journey of buying the purchase and it used to break my heart and i'm like i don't care about my subscription anymore i know i've lost my money but i am just not going to beat my head around this and then i moved to some other brand 
and they have been sending me monthly without any hassle subscription boxes and their customer care representative called me up some days back it was a 45 days cycle already done and they asked me if it is working for my skin or not and they want they were like if it's not then we'll send you a questionnaire you fill it out tell us what is not working and we'll customize the product for you and send you a free product and they did send me a free product because that face wash was not working for me so that's an example of a good personalization and experience you are making your customer journey very easy so d2c brands have been getting into the subscription model but they need to make sure that that subscription model is easing their customers life and not making it a a hell of a ride for them to confirm their uh, purchase every month or whatever the subscription cycle is keep it simple keep it simple keep it yeah. interactive keep it to what customers really want to do at the point of time and just make sure that it's a fun ride for them right i want to enter into bit of how do you generate growth loops right especially from your customers who are loyal to you already right so what i'm actually hinting right now is how do you leverage your referral marketing campaigns right how do you go about driving referral campaigns referral messages to your customers at what point of the customer journey do you do and how should you go about let's say incentivizing a customer to you know get somebody else what kind of things that d2c brands can do to really pull off the referral marketing campaigns the very first thing when building a referral marketing campaign or for that matter a growth loop to scale your business first is building an engaging community don't build a community for the heck of building it build an engaging one and for this the best example is man matters i've read so much about them lately and i know some of my male friends who are using man matter products and they're like damn the community is so engaging you have got some issue with the product is not working or something there is one or the other customer who is advocating that no it will work you still have to just be patient okay so build customer advocates for your brand and that happens when you are giving them quality products and hand holding them in their initial journey so first is on the that angle keep build a community that is engaging secondly you might want to send them personalized offers or discounts so something that i recently tried with my client was that i asked them for the next two months aapke jitne bhi customers ka birthday anniversary jo bhi aa raha hai send them a discount okay but also send them a referral code and ask them to share it with their friends so anyone who buys with that referral code you get an additional 10% discount on your current discount so you a you are super excited to buy something because you're getting like your pack clubbing two off and the second you are creating urgency by saying that this referral code is valid for one week only uske baad it expires that's one of the ways the third way is this is what i learned from airtable i have executed it for one of my saas client that is every time i invite someone to airtable i get 10 dollars credited into my wallet airtable wallet and i can use that to buy a premium plan and that's how for the last 6 months i've been using airtable ka premium plan without spending a penny so i think the way a d2c brand could perhaps replicate this thing is giving them certain coin to your customers precisely in your wallet that is redeemable on your platform only okay that is something you could do tata new do you know about tata new the tata ka super app right so my yeah. mom has been a big fan of that she keeps on getting this points on every 100 rupees they give certain points and she's like okay i've made five purchases now i've got this many points i'm going to order something for free now so you see you're retaining customers 
you are selling also your products everything is happening inside that one platform so i think that strategy is an excellent strategy for anyone out there to retain their customers awesome any last advice that you want to share with our listeners today which they can take away and remember the vyasha for when we say personalization it actually means personalization that means in terms of the products that you're recommending them calling them by their name once they opt out you respect their privacy okay and fourth building a strong engaging community with the end goal of building customer advocates customer advocacy nothing like that if you have customers who are advocating for your brand that's it nothing can stop you from growing awesome thanks divya for making it today i hope to see you again in maybe some other episode talking about something else so for today hope you guys had a great time listening to me and divya shah stay tuned have a good day thank you ashish for having me it was indeed an absolutely amazing conversation